0: while I'm out preaching, but uh, they'll come in with their Bibles ready for service and it just touches your heart because if you're not there, they, you know, there's no ministry for them. And so you won't believe how many drivers just are so thankful to be able to come together and have a service on a Sunday morning. And then during the week we take the rig out. And give those drivers an opportunity to find the Lord, praise God. And uh, we uh, had a driver just not long ago, Uh, Becky and Matthias were with me in the uh, Sunday service. And, uh, you know, we're not, we're dealing with, uh, you know, it can be one to ten drivers in the service. So uh, you don't know every uh, week is different. And so... uh, we just pray that God will give us the word for those drivers, and uh, to know who's going to be there, and uh, try to draw them in. And so, one morning, we had one. There wasn't any drivers show up. So I, I made my announcement and everything in the CB, and and uh, got out there and and uh, trying to promote the service a little bit, and. Walked out in the halls there trying to find some people to come to the service. And, uh, I guess I wanted to get my nose busted (laughs) because here came this big old driver. I mean, he looked like he belonged in the World Wrestling Federation, you know, and here he came and I said to him, I said, um, want to join us for chapel? He said, that's not for me and turned away and started walking away and, uh, I just had this feeling I needed to go a little farther, you know, and get a little pushy with the big guy. So I said to him, I said, I just felt it come all over me. I I believe it was the Holy Spirit. I said, uh, you better get in here. I said, you're running out of time. He turned around looked at me, and like I was crazy, never said anything. Thank God he didn't. Come after me, I said, Jesus is coming, you got to get things right, and he just looked at me like I was crazy, but you know what? We got in there, and finally a driver came in, and we got the service going. Becky started singing, and wasn't long, a driver came in and sat with Matthias, and he was another big guy. It must have been the the wrestling service. I don't know these big old boys were coming in that morning. I lost Matthias in his shadow, and so it ended up, here Becky starts singing, and uh, that driver poked his head in the door, (laughs) he came back, and looked in there, I said, come on in, I said, only be 10 minutes, 10 minutes, just give me 10 minutes, he came in and sat down, The Holy Spirit came down just in a little bit. How how many know the Lord don't need much time? Hallelujah. Praise God to get his work done. And there we had those three drivers in there. And uh, when I gave the invitation at the end of that thing, both those big old boys put their hands up to receive Christ as their Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Tears coming down their face. And uh, I was speaking that morning on the backslidings of Israel, and he said, my name's Israel, and uh, so that old boy came into the kingdom of God, and so pray for us as we uh, go out there and try to be a witness to these men, and uh, that the Holy Spirit will use us, amen. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 14 this morning, just want to be led of the Holy Spirit, I want to look at Hezekiah's prayer and his response to the Lord when he received the threatenings of Sennacherib of Assyria and the kings coming upon him. And Sennacherib sends him a letter of threatenings. And he sends him and tells him what he's going to do, what he's done to other nations, which was destroy them, that he was next on the list. Isn't that encouraging? And old Hezekiah, we want to look at his response and how we need to respond to the Lord this morning. Amen. How many know the Lord doesn't just want you in church? He wants you to respond to him in church. Hallelujah. Because the Holy Spirit is speaking something in this service. You're not here by a mistake, but the Holy Ghost has a plan. He has a thought about your life. You think you're just lost in the crowd and you're just another number. But I'm here to tell you that God knows all about what's going on in your life, what you did last night, what you're looking at, where you've been. And he knows it. And you're here today, but he wants you to respond to him. Hallelujah. Amen. And here's how Hezekiah responded it says in verse 14 And Hezekiah received this letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up unto the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed unto the Lord saying, "'O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, that dwellest between the cherubims, that art the God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth, thou hast made heaven and earth. Incline thine ear, O Lord, and hear. Open thine eyes, O Lord, and see. Hear all the words of Sennacherib, which hath sent to reproach the living God of a truth, Lord.' The kings of Assyria have laid waste all the nations in their countries and have cast their gods into the fire, for they were no gods but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord, even thou alone. Let's pray. Jesus, these next few moments we ask for your help. Hallelujah. We ask for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I pray you'd come down in each person's life. You would walk these aisles, God, and Lord, that we would see the business of the Lord taken care of. i rebuke the resistance of the devil. I plead the precious blood over this place and over every soul. I pray, God, if there's someone teetering on the edge of eternity where they might be lost forever, I pray in the name of Jesus that your nail-pierced hand would reach out and you would bring deliverance, that we need in this service this morning I pray your Holy Spirit would be so real upon each person let them feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost I pray right now and we give you Lord invitation do your work hallelujah do your work in this house somebody raise your hands right now and say yes Lord do your work Lord hallelujah do the work that needs to be done in my life I pray in the name of Jesus hallelujah amen praise God. Hallelujah. We just read this scripture, and I want to cover four different parts of his response and prayer. His first response, and how many have ever been in the crosshairs of the devil? And he's aiming in on you. There are things that come our way. It says it rains on the just and the unjust. Things come upon a Christian. Even, thank God, we're shielded by a lot of things the Lord brings us through, but there's things we face, and we need His power. There are things that are out of our control. There are testings in life that come our way, that they are trials, and we are faced with things that are out of our control. And we can get on the phone, we can call our counselor, we can turn different ways, we can go this way and that and tell people and get all kinds of advice for it. But I'm here to tell you that Hezekiah is a model for each one of us because the devil can be trying to take you out this morning. Some of you are on the edge of eternity. Listen to me. There are people that leave church services and find themselves in eternity lost because they rejected God. Listen, the Holy Spirit's here and I want you to respond like King Hezekiah because it was he was outnumbered. The pressure was on. This was out of his control. He did not have an army that could face king sennacherib as he was going to be coming on strong he was coming on with the threatenings listen has the devil whispered something in your ear come on now you ever gotten a letter from the devil how many have a letter here you need an answer come on wave that letter at me come on yeah one person come on (laughs) hallelujah, loosen up in here people, praise God listen, you're carrying some things, you need some answers, you got a prayer list there are things come against our life but I want to tell you what Hezekiah did, he ran to the house of the Lord, you're in the right place this morning, hallelujah the glory of the Lord dwells in this place, somebody's already prayed that the Holy Ghost would come down and meet the situation, somebody's praying for you that the holy spirit would get a hold of your heart and get a breakthrough someone's praying for you that you'll break through to the holy ghost and speak with other tongues someone's prayed for you that you'd be born again and give it to god ah, hallelujah i feel the presence of the lord amen but i thank god this morning has a made the right choice It says he went to the house of the Lord. He needed an answer. It was bigger than him. What does the house of the Lord mean to us? This morning, you've come here this morning, and a lot of times we come and we're not prepared what the Lord would have to do in our lives. He wants to do a lot of things in our lives. What is it worth today to have this house? I know in my own life, Many a times found an altar of prayer. When a need was on me, the pressure was on. And I found that place of prayer. That altar was open. Praise God where the spirit of the Lord is. There's liberty. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let there be liberty in lighthouse assembly of God this morning. Let the power of God move. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I've gone to an altar of prayer. Thank God for his house. To be able to bring your request. To be able to shout out. Help me Lord hey we're all dignified and set in our ways we don't raise our hands you know i don't want to be seen or uh, someone focusing on me you know i don't want to go up to that altar we've we've become so backward in america listen to me when you need help you need help hallelujah when your kids get in trouble and they cry out help you know when it's real or not hallelujah and when it's real you get to your kid's side praise god i'm telling you it's the same thing with the lord when his children get in trouble we need to cry out help amen where's your letter now come on somebody wave that letter at me yeah come on now Hey, the devil said what he's going to do to your family. The devil's tried to do things already. He said where you're going to be next year already. He's got a plan for you. But hallelujah, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I'm going to follow what that word says for my life. And I'm going to make sure I'm in the presence of God. The presence of God is in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. But this is where we come together in unity. This is where we can get a breakthrough. This is where your pastor lay hands on you and we can have special prayer and believe that God will come through for you. Hezekiah laid it out there. What's the house of the Lord mean? Ask an old trucker named Virgil. Grandma took him to church. 40 miles round trip every Sunday in the backwoods of West Virginia. Grabbing that boy by the ear. Get in church. I mean, y'all yeah, get him up. Get, them in, get in church. Hallelujah. Brad, man, they're kicking, screaming. I don't like church. I don't care. Get in church. Get him in church. Hallelujah. Get them down there. Pack them in those rooms. Hallelujah. Let them sweat in there. <laughs> oh, Virgil. Didn't realize how important his grandma was to him till he found himself on an icy road one night out in West Virginia. His rig left the highway, went over the bank. His body flew through the windshield of that truck, landed on an iceberg on the Cheat River in West Virginia. His ankle was severed 85%, laying there bleeding to death on a slab of ice. They found him down in there, and thank God they were able to get him up. He was still alive. They got him to the doctor getting ready to do surgery. Doctor says, Virgil, we got to take your foot off. Got to take your foot off. Virgil said, please, please don't take my foot off. He goes, you don't understand. I put that foot back on. I can't promise you anything. I can't promise you to feel your foot. I can't promise you to walk. I can't. Pr- he said it could be just a piece of flesh hanging on the end of your leg. He goes, that's how serious this is for me to match this up would be a miracle. And so just so you know, he goes, yeah, but you don't know my grandmother's prayers. <laughs> All of a sudden, the house of God becomes important, doesn't it? Hallelujah. All this labor. Those Sunday school teachers pulling their hair out. Ah, these crazy kids. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the end it's worth it all. Hallelujah. In the end, somehow they remember. They remember I was in the house of God. Grandma took me to the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It'll be worth it after all, isn't that old song? Hallelujah. Pastor dealing with these crazy sheep trying to shepherd the flock. Listen to me. I want to tell you something. Oh, there's going to be a glorious day in heaven. And those labors, those times you got up, you didn't feel like it, but you did it anyway. They're all going to come to pass. There's going to be crowns we lay at the master's feet. Hallelujah. Because we stay faithful to the word of God. Woo! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Virgil walks without a limp today. Amen. Doctor made him sign, say he wasn't responsible for what was gonna happen. With well, that signature was faith. Faith in the Lord of his grandmother. And he signed that thing knowing grandma would get a hold of God. Oh, give us intercessors today. Give us someone praying today. Give us someone to stand in the gap today. Hallelujah. That will pray for someone. And when the serious times come, oh, hallelujah. They may be ignoring God now, but listen to me. When the serious times come, they'll remember the word of God. It was sown in their hearts. Hallelujah. In those little classrooms, in those group gatherings. Hallelujah. That word of God is powerful. Yeah. It does the job. He ran to the house of the Lord because he knew he was in trouble without God. Do we really need God? I think of the Laodicean church today. I hope it's not called the American church today because they found themselves without need of anything. All the needs were fulfilled. What do we have need of? Oh, listen to me. I can't get behind this pulpit one time without the power of God. Hallelujah. Listen to me, teacher. Listen to me, pastor. Listen to me, board member. You cannot do the works and the works of the flesh and lean on the arm of flesh. You need the power of God in your life. Seek his power and he'll give you a ministry. Hallelujah. Hezekiah came. He brought that thing before the Lord slapped that thing on the altar. Some, let me see that letter again. Hallelujah. Some of you need to get it to the altar this morning. Slap that thing right down on the altar. Hallelujah. The scripture in verse 16 at the end of the verse says he knew who he was praying to, see. He says, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. He was reminding God like God needs us to remind him. But I guess that just made Hezekiah feel a little better. Lord, you hear me praying down here? I know you hear me. And let me remind you, you are the maker of the heavens and the earth. And you know what? I think if we would remember that when we came to church, there'd be a little bit more praise in the sanctuary. Hallelujah. We can lift our hands and shout a little louder. Hallelujah. If you realize that your answer is here this morning, praise God. Oh, not because of who's preaching, not because who's ushering, not because of the program we have. Oh, but God has come here to meet the need. He's the maker of the heavens and the earth. Woo, hallelujah. And God can do anything. Think how small our needs become when we realize he can do anything. When we realize he put this thing in motion. When we realize it's his power that comes down. Listen to me, folks, we gotta put our faith in God, the one, his hands. Listen, if you can get one touch from his hand, One touch from his hand, the same hand that created everything. Listen to me. Those hands were pierced on an old rugged cross that you might have salvation here. There's an answer for you this morning. There's nothing too difficult. I love old Steve's parents, but when I heard his mother had cancer, I want to tell you some boy, I stirred my spirit. I began to pray for Mabel, hallelujah. And Becky and I went down there in their living room, and we agreed in Jesus' name that that old devil wasn't going to have his way. Praise the Lord. And I'm telling you, she's free by the power of God because of the maker of the heavens and the earth. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'll get any treatment I can, but I'm going to go to the Lord first. I'm going to go to the Lord first. I need his help. I need his help this morning. I don't know where you stand at, but I got a letter this morning. I'm waving. Praise the Lord. Lord, see my letter. Break through this situation. Give me help, Lord. I need you this morning, Jesus. I need your power. So we're here today, who do we worship? Not a man, not a figure. Listen to me. We worship the maker of the heavens and the earth. Praise God. Oh, the scripture says in verse 17, incline thine ear, O Lord, and hear. Hallelujah, open thine eyes, O Lord, and see, realize he wasn't worshiping stone. Aren't you glad you don't just call on God and get an answering machine? Praise the Lord. There's a lot of calls we can make, 911. We can call our psychiatrist. We can call this, we can call that, call in a prescription. But I want to tell you with a call we need to make, hallelujah, we need to call on the Lord, hallelujah, we need to call on the Lord, praise the Lord, and it says he hears, it says he's got eyes to see, he knows your situation, he knows what valley you're in, he knows the miracle you need before you even bring it to prayer, he knows your situation, all about it, and so therefore we can come in faith, praise the Lord, that he sees us in our situation, he sees us in our ministry, he sees us where? We need help. Praise God. Hallelujah. He sees the situation and he can move. An old driver told his story about going over to the bank. He left the interstate in Montana and ended up down in the, it was in a blizzard and there's no way, no track showing he left the road, nothing like that. And no one knew where he was. Three days he just stayed in that rig and he tried to fool around in there and look for some things in his truck and found the bible praise the lord one trucker he's witnessed and to a woman in his company and he comes on my truck she was so touched by giving out a bible this woman in this company that she's put bibles in all her trucks hallelujah One Bible handed out. You don't know what God's going to do. What you do, you think so little. But you hand out the word of God and it can change not one, but it can multiply and change many. Hallelujah. And that driver reached up and found a Bible that was in his truck. He opened that Bible and he called on the Lord and said, Lord, I don't want to die. Please save me. He said when he prayed that prayer, he went into a sleep. He didn't realize it was a three-day sleep. And there, after the blizzard was over, God heard that man's prayer. I don't care where you think you are Out of his reach this morning You may think you send away his grace But I want to tell you something right now God is interested in you So much hallelujah That he sent his son On this earth to walk and To bleed and to die And to take the punishment for you When you think of the cross Yeah it's a decoration nowadays It's around our neck It can be seen everywhere But I'm telling you It does not erase the power of the cross Hallelujah that that cross is powerful it saves you it is a sacrifice for your sins that you might be saved god heard that driver's prayer and there a state policeman three days later going down the highway a voice tells him you look off of that cliff no sign where a truck had gone off no nothing he looked off of there and there he saw that rig laying below he went and got that door open and there That driver was, and the Lord saved him. And he's serving God today. Hallelujah, praise God, amen. See, God heard him down there. God saw him down there. Oh, listen, the Israelites were crying out as they were in Egypt, needing deliverance, needing help. And Egypt was putting on more pressure on them. As slaves, and they were crying out, crying out to their Savior, to God, would you deliver us? And yet, yeah, it seemed like a long time coming, but boy, when he came, hallelujah, praise the Lord, he provided a way out, praise the Lord. And I'm telling you, a great miracle of the Israelites coming out of Egypt. And it relates to another coming out. And that's a coming out of this world. Hallelujah. He's coming back for a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. And I'm telling you, it's close, real close, folks. We need to be ready for the kingdom of God. He's coming back again. Praise the Lord. He sees what's happening. He hears what's happening in your family. I want to close with this last point. He wants to give us a testimony. Verse 20. Now therefore, O Lord, our God, save us from his hands that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord, even thou alone. God wants to give us a testimony. My dad refreshed a story in my mind about a driver. He was uh, driving the mountains of North Carolina on Interstate 77, and one night... That night, a truck had ran into the back of another 18-wheeler, and that trucker was trapped in there behind the wheel he's just crushed in there. Legs broke, neck broke, and the fire had started, and it was no different than roasting a rabbit on the spit. And the flames were just coming back on that man. The truckers and dad got around. They begin to grab the snow and throw it up on the driver to try to cool him off. He was burning alive. My dad remembered. He said, "I, I had to. I needed to get into there. I needed to somehow talk to that driver." He went on the passenger side, and he remembers the first responders and all. Oh, they were. Trying to start the jaws of life, it wouldn't start. It seemed like a hopeless situation. But I want to tell you something, God hears our prayers. My dad pushed his way up through on that passenger side of that truck. And he got in there and he reached out to that trucker. He said, I'm Chaplain Sam. He said, can I say a prayer for you? That driver said, please pray. How he ever turned his neck, it was broke. And he looked at my dad and said, please pray. Please pray as the fire was coming back on him. My dad began his prayer and he said, Shannon. He said, the first thing I remember in that prayer. He said, the jaws of life came on. (laughs) Came right up and started. He said the next thing we were praying and a big gust of wind came and blew the fire the other way. Hallelujah. Praise God. It just was a steady breeze that blew and gave them enough time to pull that driver out. My dad went on down the road that night not knowing what happened to that man. He had some services to do and then was coming back through that area. So my dad stopped in the hospital to visit that driver. He went and saw his wife. She said, he probably won't respond to you. He's been in and out of a unconscious and in and out all the time. He's probably not going to be able to talk to you. And he probably won't even know you're there. My dad went in, and the old driver was named Blackjack. That was his handle on the CB. Blackjack. Dad began to talk to him, said, I'm Chaplain Sam. I prayed with you in your accident when you were trapped in there. That old boy came to life. He said, Chaplain, the wind changed, didn't it? Hallelujah. Praise God, the wind changed. Listen to me, I don't know what's coming against you. I don't know what the devil's brought against you. But I'm telling you, the wind can change today. Hallelujah. A few years later, dad was heading down the interstate, and this was the part I'd never even heard. That driver saw my dad coming and got him on CB and said, You remember me? I was old blackjack. You prayed for me in that accident. He goes, I'm serving the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. Yes. Dad told him, said, I got some services I'm going to. He goes, you make sure you tell them. Gave him a testimony. Yes. He said, you make sure you tell them what God did for me. And he said, by the way, my handle's not blackjack. It's 1 John nine. Hallelujah. Yes. Woo, glory to God. God he can turn your situation around I don't know what that letter is you got I don't know what the devil's brought against you but I know the Savior will you listen to me this morning he's in this place the Holy Ghost is here and he wants to touch our lives Woo, hallelujah you see he gave Hezekiah testimony because it wasn't a sword lifted That fought all against old Sennacherib. It wasn't any battle that took place against Assyria. No, God heard a simple man's prayer in the house of the Lord. And the angel of God, the rest of the story the angel of the Lord went into the camp of the enemy and struck down 185,000. They all laid dead, and he never had to lift a sword. You don't think there's power in prayer today? You don't think prayer can change a situation? The problem is we're not walking in faith. We're not walking out and grasping hold of what God has for us. There's something needs to happen in this church today. I'm not here for coincidence, hallelujah. I believe I'm on a mission, hallelujah. And there's souls in the balance. I want you to stand your feet and receive what God has for you. Come and stand with me, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, stand to your feet this morning. Hallelujah. Right now I want everyone, if you would. We're just going to close around this altar. Would you come? I want you to stand in even if you cannot, get all the way in. Stand down the aisles. Would you come? Every person, I don't want a person left in their seat if you would. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God's in this place.